It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Well, hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. 3-0, the Reds beat the A's. Welcome back, Ken Korak with uh, Townie and Ray and Vince. As the Reds win the final game of the series and pitchers in command in the three games. Red scored seven runs. The A's scored seven. And that points out one of the issues for the A's right now. They're really scuffling to put runs on the board. They had that breakout game on Friday in Pittsburgh when they scored 14. But beside that, for the last couple of weeks, runs have been tough to come by for the athletics. But meanwhile, on the mound, Chris Bassett has really given the A's rotation a lift. Seven and two-thirds, nine strikeouts, and three runs today. And Chris, since his call-up from AAA, has made four starts for the A's. His ERA is 2.55. That's really been a plus for the club. Now the A's will turn their attention to the Indians in the 637 game tomorrow night with a big fireworks show to follow. The home runs, a difference for the Reds. Dietrich in the first and Suarez in the third. 3-0 Cincinnati. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. A's clubhouse continues after this. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? You need some help from Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanFrancisco.com. SurroundSanFrancisco.com. Connecting you with new customers. The first fireworks show of the year is Friday, May 10th against Cleveland. And we're rolling out the green carpet for this special night dedicated to the 510 area code. It's East Bay Hip Hop Fireworks Night presented by Cal State East Bay. And you're invited for a celebration of Oakland and beyond. Join the excitement of the day by heading over to athletics.com slash 510 day. That's athletics.com slash 510 day. Chris Townsend, Ken Korak with you here from the Oakland Coliseum as the Cincinnati Reds step up and they get one. Quality pitching all around. If we're going to talk about, you know, a real positive day, I'm glad you brought it up, and you know how I feel about the guy. I think Chris Bassett, you know, ever since coming back from Tommy John surgery, I remember talking to him down at spring training, and he said this offseason was the first time he feels like himself again. He feels like he can pitch. He feel, feels like he can let it go, and he doesn't have in the back of his head about the surgery. And, and he was very honest about anytime you get cut on, you never know. So many guys come back from Tommy John, surger, Tommy John surgery, but there's some guys who don't. And I think, Chris, the where he is now, that, you know, here's a guy you think you'd be babying because of, you know, struggling to come back from Tommy John. We've seen him go mm-hmm. deep into games this year. And how about pitching into the eighth inning today? One out away from tying his career high for innings, which he set back in 15 against the Orioles going eight. And 
You're right. And it used to be people said, well, you should come back with Tommy John in 12 months. Well, that's been extended now at least 14 or more. And as we said, you just mentioned, oftentimes with a pitcher, it's not a smooth, ri- a smooth ride. And so it's really unpredictable. He had ups and downs. And that's where you really have to, to persevere, Chris, and just keep grinding through it. And, and Bassett did and, and reaping the benefits right now. And I'm really glad because we experienced it with Jared Parker. I think it's the same thing in football with knee injuries. We used to be so quick. We got to get these guys back. We got to get them back. To, you know, the cavalry's coming. Now we've realized let's ease back a little bit. You know, patience is better for these guys. And like the pitcher who will face the ace for the Indians tomorrow night, Cody Anderson, who's from up in Quincy and went to Feather River Community College. He missed two years, Tommy John. So. It's unpredictable, but, uh, you know, normally you can come back and you can pitch as well, if not better than ever, if you can work through all that. Really, we got two highlights to talk about, and the first one is Suarez with the double in the first inning, and then Dietrich would do this. Chris Deal, here's the curveball. Hit down the right field line, might be trouble. Long run, Piscotti right to the wall, and it's gone. And Derek Dietrich on a breaky ball from Bassett delivers a two-run home run into the right field corner. And the Reds have the early lead, 2-0 Cincinnati in the first. Ken, that's that ball low that if you leave it low, middle or middle in, that's just that happy hit-me zone for left-handers because they have that natural like uppercut. And even though they are swinging down on it, but you get it down there, all they have to mm-hmm. do is drop the head and the ball goes. And the Reds, it's interesting because they don't score runs. They had a, a great series last weekend, scored 37 runs in their four games against the Giants. Beside that, they haven't scored at all, but they do hit home runs. And they've, they, with the two today, they've hit 56. So they do have some guys in their lineup who provide that kind of a power threat. And then we saw it again in the third. Suarez has big-time power. 3-2. Fly ball to left toward the alley, giving Chase's pinder, and it's up and into the seats and gone. Suarez is team-leading 11th home run for the Reds, and they increase their lead to 3-0. So Dietrich number 10, Suarez number 11, and that was it for the rest of the game. As Bassett would go seven and two-thirds, he'd give up the three, strikeout nine today, mm-hmm. end up taking the loss. Roark, who's... Uh, Obviously a pretty good pitcher. We've seen him for years with the Nationals, 3-1. and one. Iglesias just brings absolute smoke, his seventh save. And for the bullpen, good to see the bullpen for the A's in this series really getting back on track. When Duncan threw the ball, great. Got to 97 and two strikeouts in the ninth inning. And offensively, the A's need to recapture the ability to hit the long ball, right? I mean, they've got to start because so much of this, this offense built around guys who have power. We believe they will have power, so the A's... Uh, the long ball, if they can find that, it'd be a, a huge plus for them over the weekend against Cleveland. Yeah, and, and the one guy that has to get going is is Chris Davis. I mean, he's batting 188 with no home runs, seven RBIs over the last 19 games, and we know it's just going to be that first home run. And I don't, I don't blame him if he's got a little something. You just signed the big contract. You're pressing a little bit. We talked about Profar coming over here. He's going to a team that won 97 games, a lot of expectations, so he's pressing a little bit. We're dealing with human beings, right? Sure. And, and, and I, I can see how Chris signs the deal. We saw, Ken, 
Because we did the live show on A's Cast when he signed, and we did that whole thing for him up in the treehouse, how that affected him emotionally. It meant to have all his teammates there. And I remember when I was interviewing, I told him to turn around and look at all his teammates. He was shaking, you know. I mean, I, I can see you could be pressing a little bit after signing the extension. We don't know. It could just be coincidental, whatever's going on. But he's the kind of guy he can give you, like, five home runs in five games when he gets healthy and comes back. And Bob Melvin's hopeful with the, the left hip contusion didn't play today, that uh, he should be able to play tomorrow night. At least Bo Mel is optimistic that Chris will be in there tomorrow night. And when he does get that home run, I hope it's an opposite field home mm-hmm, run mm-hmm. to get his stroke back. Yeah, that's normally a sign that he's going really well. And then you have the Cleveland Indians coming to town, and the Tribe, you know, they're one of the teams in baseball that's really been hit hard by the I.L. They have done nothing offensively, but they've held it together. They have pretty good pitching. You know, starting pitching and relief pitching and Terry Francona, the skipper, is a lot like Bob Melvin. He's one of the best managers in the game. So they haven't hit. I mean, they're like 14th or 15th in runs, in on-base, and average in the American League this year, plus a lot of changes. And they brought Carlos Santana back to Cleveland. He's been their best hitter this year. Yeah, he had a good game yesterday. He did. Well, he had a big home run a couple of days ago. and. Tyler Naquin had a big uh, hit for them late in one of the games against the White Sox, but uh, still, they really are having a tough time scoring runs. Fires gave you nine in game one. Anderson gutted out six, and Bassett today seven and two-thirds. So this is kind of the, if this team's going to get back on track, this is the recipe. Because I was having this conversation with somebody, and we'll let you go on this. You know, we've been bragging in baseball about, bullpens and how bullpens win and how every single year now bullpens are being used more than ever before but the minute your bullpen breaks down what do people say oh you need more innings out of your starters so if your bullpen's going good it's okay that your starters aren't giving you a lot of innings but if your bullpen's going bad the minute thing you i need more innings out of the starters you still need innings from your starter you can't go four and two thirds or five if you can get six it really helps because it it means that you don't have to go to one of your relievers that you wouldn't normally use if you're ahead, Chris. So, in, you know, seven to me is ideal. I've never never kind of believed in the, the quality start deal, with which is six innings and three runs. If your guys are just giving you six, eventually that's going to tax your bullpen. The other thing is the A's have TBA listed for Sunday, so we're just speculating. But based on that, it looks like they're going to try to get Mike Fires an extra day's rest after the no-hitter, so the A's will... Need somebody to pitch in in uh, the last game of that series on Mother's Day on Breast Cancer Awareness Day on Sunday. It's three thirty. Got yeah. a lot of day left. Yeah, the uh, I think the barbecue will be cranked up a little bit later today at home. Oh, nice. All right, buddy. Enjoy. Talk to you tomorrow night. That's the great Ken Korak, the voice of summer, the voice of your Oakland athletics. A shutout 3-0. We can take your phone calls at 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. I know for a fact we're going to hear from Bob Melvin. I'm sure we're going to get a few more of what's going down in the clubhouse, but we can take your phone calls at 510-897-1322. A shutout by the Reds, 3-zip, but they still take two out of three. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse right here on the A's Radio Network. 
We're all tired of unpredictable weekend traffic slowing us down. Nobody wants to be late for the show, concert, or game, but you can avoid traffic and other driving hassles. This weekend, take BART. The best way to find out about fun events just a BART right away is a little thing we call BARTable. Visit BART.gov slash BARTable for deals, destinations, and exciting locations all near a BART station. Enter weekly sweepstakes and sign up for our email newsletter at BART.gov slash BARTable. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. BARTable. More fun, less traffic. It's time to grab your reserved space in the popular Connie Mac Club. The club space gives your group a private area located in Shy Park Tavern for the entire ball game. The Connie Mac Club features access to outdoor seating and includes a pre-game buffet filled with our highest-end food package. This area of the ballpark is perfect for 30 to 50 guests to kick back, relax, and enjoy the game. For more information about the Connie Mac Club and other group offers, visit athletics.com groups. Well, that wasn't ideal, was it? Well, you still take two out of the three. That's the thing that you're going to be looking at here with today is you want to sweep, you want to get greedy, but even if you don't, you got to keep your eye on the prize, and that's always about winning series, and that is how this team is going to get back on track. Thank you, Michael Baird. So when I think about what we got coming up here, because you got a little roadie, and that's the one thing about this road trip coming up is that you can make some hay. It's going to be tough against the Seattle Mariners because they're going to be at home, and we know they've been hitting home runs. But if they're hitting the ball out of the ballpark, they can win. If they're not, well, then they're not. And they're pretty much kind of like the A's. When they hit home runs, when they win, when they don't, they're in trouble. But then you got four in Detroit. You got four in Detroit, and then the team you're going to see the next three days, Cleveland, you know, you win this series coming up against Cleveland, you're going to see him again right after Detroit. So you've got really a shot right now to go on a run and to blow past 500. I know I'm being very optimistic when I, when I, when I look at that, but you really do. It kind of sets up for you. You know, handle your business in Seattle. I mean, Detroit, they're under 500. And you look at the Cleveland Indians, as Ken just said, they're not very good offensively. They've been, they've been hit by the injury bug, and if this A's offense can just get going like we know and they can, they, they can score runs in bunches, this thing's going to be okay in this month. But the number one thing, and you can't say enough about it in the last couple days, is just to see the starting pitching going deep in games. That has been absolutely huge. And if you can get this trend to keep going here, and you love the fact that you're following up with Bassett to Frankie Montas, because at the beginning of the year, what did we see? What was the struggle? The struggle was we're seeing guys without plus-plus stuff. We're, we're, this wasn't a, a staff with a whole lot of velo, as they like to say, a whole lot of velocity. Well, this staff now... When you add Frankie Motas and you got Chris Bassett, now you got a little more guys. I mean, he had nine strikeouts today in seven and two thirds innings. That was great to see. All right, triple eight nine. Excuse me, five one zero eight nine seven one three two two. That's five one zero eight nine seven one three two two. Let's go to Lee and Conquer Lee. Lead us off today here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hi, Chris. Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. 
Anyway, I am wondering, when are we going to see Edwin Jackson? I'm just curious. I, I can see Brooks going, maybe, long relief, bullpen. Uh, Has he had enough work down at uh, Las Vegas to get be ready to pitch? I think so. Even though uh, last night he had a rough outing, he gave up seven. I believe it was seven. I looked at it uh, a lot earlier today. I can look it up once again. But um, for me, I- I'm ready to get him here whenever he's re- I mean, whenever he feels right, I'm saying get him here. I mean, because. Hey, who else do we have in that's pitching well at AAA or even AA? Because it's too soon to panic and look for bringing in people from other teams. That's more towards the end of July. Well, so is the, there anybody else that's standing out? The other guy would be Mingdon. I can. I, I, I just brought it up right now. Edwin Jackson last night went five innings. That's good. Uh, he gave up seven earned runs. So, you know, he gave up, let's see, he gave up two home runs in the game. But once again, and we talked with David Forst about this, it is so hard to judge pitchers and hitters because – you're either playing one, you're either playing in like in the desert because the team's in Las Vegas now, and the ball flies just like it does in Arizona, or like a lot of these places. Like last night, they played Salt Lake. You're playing in Salt Lake. You're playing in Albuquerque. You're playing. You're playing in Colorado Springs. You're playing in Reno. You're playing in elevation. So it's always tough to like to be able to judge certain guys. I mean, like Seth Brown, he's got ten home runs already. So you start looking at the hitters, you start looking at the pitchers. For me with Edwin Jackson, I would say this. I'm just looking at the innings. And so for Edwin Jackson, the minute he is the minute he is ready to go, Lee, and you, you feel, I mean, through five innings yesterday, I'm bringing him up. There's no question. Is, uh, Jesus, I know Jesus Lozano got hurt, and that's set him back a little bit. But I heard he's back throwing. Will we see him before – July, the end of July? I would bet no. I mean, that's, they are going to, they're going to, I don't think anyone knows that answer, and I'm actually, Lee, I'm going to talk with David Force tomorrow, tape the uh, general manager show. I will ask him, but if it was me, I think this kid is so special that it's going to be very slow process to get him back because you want to make sure. I mean, he's got to be 100% before you're putting him on a mound and before he's throwing to hitters. But there's that process, and like we've seen it with Sean Mania dealing with a shoulder, is, you know, you're you're going to start playing catch, and then you go from playing catch to now you're going to lengthen it out to a point to where you get to long toss. And then once you feel good with long toss, then you're going to throw like you're pitching from flat ground before you get on a mound. Then once you're able to throw from flat ground, you start throwing your pitches and you feel okay. Then they're going to put you on the mound, and then you're going to throw some bullpens, and then you're going to throw to some hitters, not in a game, but you're going to throw to some hitters. And then once all that comes around, then you're going to start – then they'll get you – throwing in a game. So do you see how long that process is? He's a long way away from saying we're going to see him in the big leagues pitching at this level. And I guess the same could be said about both A.J. Puck and Cotton. They're going to have to prove that they're 100% and may not even be the 2020 that we see most of these guys. 
I don't know. You know, that is always a situation that is it, – it's always a very tough call, we, you know, because you, you – how many times did we talk about earlier this year? And that's why I always lay off of that, Lee. Uh, so many people like to say, oh, hey, these guys are coming. Well, when you're dealing with injured guys, you don't know if anybody's going to set back. Uh, you don't know. Uh, you don't know if anyone's going to have a setback, which I should say. And then you just you, you have no idea. And then you don't know once they start playing in games, and now it's live bullets. How they're going to react? Like Chris Bassett said, it has taken so long for him finally to feel himself. We don't know when when Cotton and Puck and these guys are going to feel one hundred percent. We don't know when Lazar. We have no clue. So it's really easy right. to say, "Oh, these guys are." Con-. You don't know when they're going to show up. Yeah, I agree. But it's going to be fun to follow them because they're going to be new and they're going to be exciting young players that are going to be coming in the A's organization and onto the major league team sometime in the future. No doubt about it. Hey, Lee, appreciate the phone call. The number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. We take your phone calls after the Cincinnati Reds shut out the Oakland A's 3-0 right here on the A's radio network. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmer's market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. The first fireworks show of the year is Friday, May 10th against Cleveland. And we're rolling out the green carpet for this special night dedicated to the 510 area code. It's East Bay Hip Hop Fireworks Night presented by Cal State East Bay. And you're invited for a celebration of Oakland and beyond. Join the excitement of the day by heading over to athletics.com slash 510 day. That's athletics.com slash 510 day. All right, we get back to the phone calls. Before we hear from Bob Melvin, let's go to Angry. Angry, I have a feeling you're angry. You know, I, I was so upset about that road trip. I had to have about 12 therapy sessions before I could even call your show again, man. I That was that was so brutal, that one and eight. But, I, you know, I today, I, today I'm not that angry. That guy, that kid who pitched for them today, he's their shutdown guy. He's five or five and one or six and one. When he starts for the Reds, and they're not a very good baseball team, so you know they got a shutdown guy. You know, congratulations to them on that kid. So eh, I wasn't that upset about today. I, I just think that the front office, and, and I know that you and David are good buddies, but I, he's got to finally, finally say, you know what? These moves, some of these moves I made this offseason aren't working. I got to make some adjustments. I'm, I'm seeing the guy across the bay in San Francisco making adjustments. I see David making no adjustments, thinking that. Some of these guys will turn around. I, you know, friggin' isn't is Brooks still pitching Saturday? Tell me, is Brooks pitching Saturday? Aaron Brooks will be pitching Saturday against Trevor Bauer. Yeah, you know that's just that's just not right. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, just another bad move. That you know that's an L. Just mark it on your calendar right now. Put L on that day. Hopefully, the A's can win Friday and Sunday. But Brooks isn't very good. He's going to give up five or six runs. And the A's all got about 214 to 232 averages right now. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, man, you got to make some moves. You got to, 
do something. You know, I even okay. Look, you got to say you know there's Grossman and there's friggin' uh, you know uh, the 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 BH we got today out there. My God, I'm so upset I can't think of his name. Uh, Morales. Uh, yeah, Morales, and you know the nice guys. I'm sure they're great human beings. I'm sure they're wonderful men, but. You know, let's let's do something. Let's make some moves here because, unfortunately for us, uh, these we just have not. We have just not. We had a bad off season in the front office. Uh, everything has gone wrong. Poor Bob, when he brings somebody out there, sometimes it's going to work. Because I, you know, I'm not that upset about the starting pitching other than Brooks. I think Brooks should not be in there. And you've got Mangdon. I don't know what the deal is. Why they don't like him? I don't know if he has pictures of Billy with some. I don't know what what he's got, but. They don't seem to like that kid, and I've, I've always, you know, he's got a decent fastball. He's got some off-speed stuff, and maybe it's the mustache. What do you think, Chris? I think we're going to see him very soon, to be honest with you. I, I, w- I would say so, too. I, you know, I, I, so I'm not that upset at this club. I think, I, I, it, boy, they, they're just having such a tough offensive offensive start to this season. You, you look at the lineup up and down, and you just got to shake your head and you just go, wow, you know, these guys are better hitters than that. You but but Jesus, you know, Chris, we're it's going to be what May tenth tomorrow, so we're you know we're we're well into the season, so <laughs> you know hopefully at some point uh, we get Chris Davis healthy, maybe that helps us with that guy in the four hole, whether he's hitting or not. He seems to be such a presence that it makes other people better. Well, it, it just goes again to when they get out homered, they struggle and they don't win if they don't hit home runs. I mean that is just a reality. And once again, today, two home runs by the Reds, no home runs by the A's, and they lose three to nothing. And yes, not having Chris Davis in the lineup when he clearly is that guy that makes everybody better in front of him and he makes everybody better in back of him because, you know, when, if you're a pitcher and you're going into a game and you're going through the scouting reports and you got a guy that's hit 40 home runs three straight years, you're circling that guy. You're saying, I don't want that guy to beat me. And earlier in the year, we kept talking like, why are they pitching to this guy? It's absolutely crazy. And now with the hip and not feeling 100%, right, but the, he's got he's got to get back in the lineup. And thank you, Andrew, for the phone call. And he's got to get back to hitting home runs. The skipper Bob Melvin talked to the media after this shutout, shutout loss. Let's go to Bob Melvin talking to the media. Bob, how do you evaluate Bassett's start today? Just a matter of maybe two pitches to worked into the eighth? That's exactly what it was. I mean, just got off to a little bit of a slow start. It's a curveball. It's been a really good pitch for him. It's two runs and then a cutter that just kind of backed up. just kind of middle in. Other than that, it's really well. You know, got, got really deep into the game and got better as the game went along. What are your thoughts on the offensive effort today? Well, you know, we're still kind of hit and miss. We'll have some good games, more bad than good right now. But, uh, you know, we just got to stay at it. You know, a couple good games, hopefully, and we start swinging the bats like we're capable of. How much of a concern is the, the lack of power recently? There has been a dip here. No, no, there's no doubt. I mean, it's been, you know, for a significant period where, you know, normally we're able to spread it out around the lineup and, you know, even down at the bottom do some damage. It's just not happening right now. Bob, with Bassett, it seems like the variation in speeds and pitches yeah. really gets guys off balance. Has that kind of been the key for him this year? Just early on, I know it hasn't been that many starts. But. Yeah, a lot of movement, too. And, and you see it's 95 at times. So, you know, his curveball can be as slow as, what, 66 or 67. And then a fastball at 95. Good movement on the sinker. And like I said, you know, got a cut or two. Just, just left one more in the middle of the plate. 
It's been a little overpowering as well. Nine strikeouts today this season. Uh, I think 31 in like 24 innings. It, is that, again, just sort of him mixing his pitches, velocity? I mean, did you know that he could be that overpowering? Yeah, I mean, and he's healthy now, too. And he, and he's, you know, used his time wisely when he was on the DL. And he's, you know, how can I get better? And he's quicker to the plate at times. And he does a lot, everything a little bit better. And he's pitching with some confidence. So, yeah, he's always had that in him. Are you still expecting Davis to be potentially in the lineup tomorrow? I, I hope so. You know, we tried to stay away from him today for a full day. And then, you know, he'll hit the cage and take BP. And we'll see where we're at tomorrow. Right in the back. Offensive struggles aside, you've had three relatively solid starts in the last three out, or last three outings. So how important is that? Does it seem like the rotation's kind of coming to fruition now? Yeah, we're pitching better. We're not getting our timing right, you know, as far as offensively and, and on the pitching end. But yeah, it's it, it allows us like today not to have to use a bullpen that was used quite a bit last night. So you know, earlier in the season we've used these guys a lot. So now that the starters are going deep in games, it gives them a little bit of a break and you know, down the road that we should benefit from that. All right, kind of added it up, and Bob's talking about it. You know, after just four home runs on the road trip, they are now 1-14 and 14 because obviously shut out and the Reds hit two home runs. They are now 1-14 and 14 when they get out homered. 1-14. and 14. And I, I would bet... I'm not sure. I got to check that. I got to check it, and I will uh, find that answer tomorrow. But that's probably the worst in baseball, and that just kind of goes to show that they got to hit jacks. And if they don't hit jacks, it's going to be a rough one. They hit one home run in the in the game where the we had the no hitter. They hit one home run. When they beat Cincinnati last night in 13. Actually, they hit two. I forgot they were 13 innings. So they had the walk-off, so they hit two, and then none today. So hasn't been a whole lot of home runs. And when you live by the home run and die by the home run, you better hit home runs. <laughs> so hopefully they can start getting on track, and Chris Davis has to get healthy. All right, we're going to be back tomorrow. It's going to be a six. Do we Back in the studio, do we have a full? A's total access? Okay, so I will be on at 535. First pitch is going to be at 637. It's going to be a cool show. So we're going to be on two hours before that. We're going to be on A's cast. We're going to get an A's cast going early. So make sure you hop on A's cast, powered by TuneIn. I'm going to be on with Shooty Babbitt as we are going to uh, – we're going to go live like we did on opening day because we're going to be celebrating the town it's going to be 510 day. So it's the $5 tickets, $10 parking, and it's fireworks. But you got me and Shooty. We're going to be on, and then we'll start with uh, A's total access at 535. First pitch is going to be at 637. Frankie Montas up against Cody Anderson. The All-Ohio Series continues. Now the Cleveland Indians come to town. Athletics, they lose to the Cincinnati Reds today, 3-0. And we'll get back after it tomorrow here at the Coliseum. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Out it goes. Unbelievable. Chris Davis takes the team on his back. This is-
from the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. 